Welcome to the Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Alex J, and with me is my beautiful co-host Beck Charwood. We got a beautiful star. Hello. Yes, this is the Ladies' Guide uh, to Dude Cinema, where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us that we have to see. Yeah. Love being recommended movies yeah, by um, the dudes. Mm, we love being told what to do and then doing it. And then doing it <laughs> begrudgingly. Oh, Isn't that the best kind of doing it? That's the life I want to live. <laughs> that's the doing it I want. How are you, Beck? I'm pretty good. I, I found out uh, the podcast has been going going well. This is far. episode three. Yeah. Or toi in uh, the French. I think I think it's tre. No, oh, it's toi. Okay. <laughs> Okay. What's toi? Toi is. Oh, it sounds toi. so dumb. Oh no, it is toi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it un de toi? Un de, no. un oh, sorry. De oh, gosh. Any international <laughs> listeners right we now are, are like, shut up. Apologize. We are Dopped. <laughs> very middle class Australian. <laughs> uh, speaking of middle class Australians, one mm. of our biggest fans, mm. uh, my mum. <gasps> Your mum's listening. She's been listening to the Has podcast. She? I didn't think. Sorry, I know she's probably listening. Hi, Juliet. I love you. I didn't know that she was going to listen to this. Yeah. I didn't think she knew how to listen to a podcast. That's. I thought we terrifying. were terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So, did she give you any feedback? She called me. Good. Uh, and uh, historically, mum has not liked any of my comedy. Not cool. a fan. That's as okay. is tradition for parents. Yeah. As she called me, and she goes. So I've been listening to your podcast. Oh, this is saucy. Start. <laughs> I was like, have you? <laughs> oh, good. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go scream into a pillow for a second, BRB. And then she goes, and I love it. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. She's what? Like, she's like, you and Alex are just so happy. Juliet. And fun. We are happy. And that Alexi, he's very funny. He's, he is very funny. She's hitting all of the correct right? points. And I was like, I was almost welling up with tears. This is beautiful, on the train Because I was like, oh my God, mum's proud of me. This is like, lovely. This is amazing. I'm so proud goes, for you. <laughs> she really does a 180. goes, I don't like hearing about how my daughter swallows though. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, did she mention the cum talk? <laughs> Just uh, and I almost died of laughter because I've That's never really heard anything like that before. <laughs> Look, I'm glad my mum is not like I love when you talk about calm. Yeah, that and would you be know, weird. actually, yeah, out of both options, I want her to not be cool one. with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, awesome. Thanks, Juliet. Shout out to Juliet, Hi, our mom. number one fan. No, Juliet, you called Juliet. She's sorry, she hates professional. Her, oh no. <laughs> Um, All right. Cool. Anyway, so let's um, jump in. What uh, what movie are we reviewing this week, Rebecca? This week we are reviewing Silencio Lilum, <laughs> which uh, is Portuguese for the silence of the lambs. <laughs> Not Portuguese. I'm so sorry. We're, We're very multilingual in this episode, aren't we? Burning our international <laughs> audience. I'm so sorry. Had you seen this movie before we watched it recently? I had a very, very, very long time ago. Mm-hmm. But as I do in so many films, I believe I fell asleep before the end. Ah, okay. So. Cool. Yeah. So, and do, what do you remember or what did you know about this film before we watched it? I just, night? I just remember that there was a, in quotes, transgender serial killer um, 
in there and then he'd throw in a pit and the line where he's like puts the lotion on the skin yeah yeah that's that's all i remember pretty iconic okay yeah, cool do you remember it. liking the movie when you watched it a while ago no no idea mm-hmm. so and what what brought you to watch that movie were you recommended it by a dude um i can't remember because i think i was like a like a little baby teenager mm-hmm. But I know definitely since I've gotten into true crime, oh, right. it's this new thing. No one else is into it but me. Interesting. Yeah, crazy. You I know. Pick your brain in about that later. Yeah, but, but like always, people are like, well, have you seen Silence of the Lake? And I'm just obviously like, yes. And like, you should watch it again. I'm just like, I will. I will. I'm gonna <laughs> on my make podcast. The podcast, and then I'll watch that movie. Yeah. Um, what about you? You have you seen this movie before? Yes. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, actually, no. Red Dragon, the prequel to this movie, is one of my favorite movies. But I have a huge love for Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Um. So I've actually seen it. I've seen it a bunch. I hadn't seen it in quite some time. So then when we watched it last night, I was um, fondly remembering some of my favorite things. Um. But basically, I'm so I'm really excited for this one because I've. I think basically I originally started watching this movie because my ex from high school was a huge fan of just like psychological thrillers and everything. Great sign. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he really, really connected with the uh, the leads in this film. <laughs> They're not Jodie Foster's. Um, yeah, and so I, I just watched it, but then I actually like did grow fond of this movie and loved it. And so I... For a lot of my like late teens and early 20s, I kind of wanted to become like a forensic profiler. And I do think it was in large part to these movies and mainly Red Dragon. But yeah, Silence of the Lambs. So I know that about you. Yeah. So I I actually ended up doing like a bunch of degrees at uni. You what? Around this topic that I've never once used. Never even mentioned this to me. Yeah. Now I have an insane hex debt that um, I just can't scrape out of. For, for no reason, I did a um a bachelor of criminology, and like an undergrad, and then I did a post grad uh, diploma in forensic mental health, which is basically just like criminal mental health and learning all about these kind of like psychopaths You've and stuff. Never brought this up until now. Yeah, as I blab on about my true crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It was many moons ago. Farting information when you've got an actual degree in it. It was was a long time ago. I'm 31 now, so I think I graduated when I was like 23. Oh my God. (laughs) So embarrassed. Hollywood will close the door. (laughs) I think, yeah, this, I really do think like all of that kind of interest in that field, which I'm not in any way pursuing anymore, but I think that was a lot in part to do with this movie or this franchise of movies. Damn it, you're cool. No, all your secrets making very bad expensive decisions hey no it's hey but you got to talk about our podcast and i think you're cool because of it thanks, and man. isn't that just worth it thank you uh, but yeah i think i basically <laughs> just wanted to be clarice starling who is our hero who doesn't of this movie yeah She's i'm so sure it's cool i'm sure it's oh, we should tell, of, give people a synopsis before we get oh yeah let's into it shall we shall we swan dive in yeah <laughs> swan dive in a killer is on the loose. Keeps them alive for three days. Then he shoots them, skins them, and dumps them. A rookie FBI agent is on his trail. He's got real physical strength, cautious, precise, and he's never impulsive. He'll never stop. But in order to track him down, she'll have to match wits. I'll help you catch him, Clary. Believe me, you don't want Hannibal Lecter inside your head. With the darkest of all minds. 
Okay, so Beck, do you mind if I read the synopsis in a sexy voice this time? I do not mind at all. Okay, let's go. Clarice Starling is a top student at the FBI's training academy. Jack Crawford wants Clarice to interview Dr. Hannibal Lecter, a brilliant psychiatrist who is also a violent psychopath, serving life behind bars for various acts of murder and cannibalism. (laughs) (laughs) Crawford believes that Lecter may have insight into a case and that Starling, as an attractive young woman, may just be the bait to draw him out. Hey, 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 Alex, I'm working up a sweat. (laughs) That was spicy. So basically this movie is about an FBI agent using one serial killer to try and catch another serial killer. Yeah, so what did you think about Lecter? Hit me. Uh, Do you love him? Do you hate him? For the first time I was like, oh, das acting. Yeah, yeah. What is acting? Das acting. Das. He is was so. Acting. Everything he did was so scary. Yep. He's fantastic. Also, still quite sexy in a way. I absolutely have the hearts for Hannibal Lecter. Okay, like, I will cool. say it right now. Okay. Absolutely. He's this. Because he's like, he's brilliant. Like, if you yeah. forget about the cannibalism, he's brilliant and he's smart and he's like weird and introverted and you just want to know what's going on behind yeah. his fucking face. It's like he could kiss you, but he could also eat you. He would absolutely eat your mouth off. I don't think he kisses anyone. <laughs> it was so good. Did you know that they originally apparently like approached Sean Connery to play no. the role of Lecter? <laughs> I don't oh know if I could God, imagine he that. Have ruined it. Yeah, I don't know if I could imagine that. He would have made it weirdly horny. I feel. Mm, yeah. Not in the good horny way that it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could get on board with yeah, that. No, I'd be so. He'd wear a weird outfit, <laughs> insist on doing it. And he's like underwear or something. I'm like, what are you doing, Sean? It'd be more of a mix than a a mix. A, yeah. <laughs> mix, by the way, is uh, the character who uh, jerks off and he's a prisoner and he jerks off and he throws the cum at Clarice Starring's face, which is my that is actually, biggest fear. <laughs> yeah, that is actually something I did not know until I was kind of like reading up about the movie in prep for this. I didn't know that it was cum oh, that he threw I was her. sitting with you and I was like, that's cum because I'm a <laughs> cum expert. <laughs> I had no idea. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. It just has this whole other disgusting element to the movie that I wasn't privy to before because yeah. I was a child when I was watching it before. I'd never seen you come before. <laughs> That's kind of a good thing. I probably is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Also, his skin, Hannibal Lecter, is oh, amazing. Flawless. He was like 54 when they filmed this. It's be- He's supposed to be underground for eight years without mm. seeing the sun. Mm-hmm. No doubt, definitely does not have access to a quality cleanser or moisturizer. Absolutely not. And don't even don't even think about exfoliating. He's glowing. He's dewy. <laughs> I was like, what? Do I need to go to prison to have that complexion? I think you need to go to prison to or have that complexion. Or is it the human blood that gives him that complexion? Yeah, I'm sure he's very full of nutrients. No, I'm not. From his blood consumption. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so this is the first movie apparently to be based on these novels by – Oh, fuck, what's of course the... it's good because it's based on... Thomas Harris. Yeah. yeah, so it's based on novels by Thomas Harris. Um, and apparently he's a very reclusive author and um, he didn't actually have much to do with the movie or anything like that. Um, but they, they originally made another... The first film that was made from these novels was one called Manhunter, which was from the 80s, but it bombed. Apparently it was a financial failure. So this is the first one that they made that was like a resounding success. Which is exciting. Yeah. I mean, he would be a rec- no, no brilliant mind like that who writes about 
Oh, God, serial yeah. killers is it's just, just like, like hey i've got lots of friends out at a cafe having coffee it's <laughs> like i live in a cupboard in an old lady's house yeah it's yeah like, correct absolutely <laughs> as well i was super amazed because this movie has so many sorry this isn't like super funny i just said this movie's great it's so good yeah <laughs> i don't have any like crazy like i was so surprised that there wasn't a woman writer yeah right some of the perspectives was the screenplay written the, by a dude? Yeah, by a dude. Ah. By Ted Telling, I think his name was. Okay. Or something along those lines. Ted Tally. Tally. So close. So close. Ah. Well done, mate. I should write things down. Because no. um, like, all like her, Clarice's experience like with in a work, male-dominated field, like mm. just like the subtle gazes of her. Like no one's ever like, you dumb bitch, you can't. Yeah. Be a FBI agent. Yeah. It's all just like subtle gazes that make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not the overt sexism. Yeah, being excused from the room when like men are talking. I yep. was just like, this is Exactly so- the experience. Yeah, this that would have happened. so much better than so many movies I've seen written you know, in the last three years. Yeah. Like Absolutely. And there was that scene we watched it last night, that scene in a car where he apologizes. Can you, do, do you know the line? better than i do yes he apologized like where um what's his name uh crawford crawford who also uh is her senior and there's no sexual relationship i love just it like i respect you and i want you to do well and i don't want to put my penis in you yeah i'm um, like yeah there's like zero sexual harassment from her boss at work which is fantastic i loved that um but yeah there's that scene in the car where he apologizes to her for what like for kind of getting yeah. her to leave the room so he like there was this like big beefy detective with like cross-eyed who was like obviously meant to be like the massage mm-hmm. in the scene and he was just like staring at her so crawford was like hey dude let's leave the room so we can just talk we don't want to talk in ladies. front of the lady yeah yeah um and then in the car afterwards uh he was like oh, i'm sorry for taking you out of the room and she, the line was like she's like oh well the men look to you to know how to act, so it does matter. Boom. And then he was like, noted. And I was yeah. like, that's dope. You just accepted it and, and they moved on and everyone learned to lesson. It was it's beautiful. Such cool, subtle feminism yeah. where it it's beautiful. just like, hey, this is why you shouldn't do what you did in a really cool, respectful way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Instead of like just yelling, being like, Actually, um, what you did was super disrespectful and I'm putting it... It's just like, just talk to someone yeah. when they're seeing a dick. normal conversation. And then go to the next level if they don't respond. Exactly. That's yeah, it so was awesome. Good. I also loved, like, from a woman's perspective that there was no like romantic interest in the film yeah. for Clarice Starling like there was no like and a that got me hot yeah <laughs> <laughs> but there's no like even a little bit of a side like not even like a side storyline of like her kind of crushing on some guy at the you know training academy or anything like that yeah. there was zero sexual or like romantic interest or storyline for her which I loved it was great except for the bug scientist guy I mean she oh, didn't respond to that that's true but that, that was, was like one line. that was funny I, yeah I think that was more for like comedic effect did she fuck the bug guy I hope she didn't fuck the bug guy no definitely no. not she did not have time in this movie yeah. she's like I am busy <laughs> I have a purpose yeah um, I don't have a moment to 
Fuck this cross-eyed bug guy. Exactly. No offense to cross-eyed people. You're not less than. And no offense other to people. bug people either. Yeah. I think we should be inclusive of bug people. Yeah. Um, I also just realized that this movie, I think, passes the Bechdel test because the only female she talks to is the woman in the well, and at no point do they talk about wanting to fuck a boy. Well, no, she talks to her um friend at the academy yeah and it's not about boys it's not that work <gasps> oh i love this movie <laughs> also as well like for the you know we still have like a long way to go with diversity or whatnot but there was quite a few like in not in the main cast it was all white people in the main cast yes unfortunately yeah but it's, whatever it's ages ago mm. we're moving forward but in the like you know at the police academy there was a good mix of like white dudes and men of color yeah yeah, yeah. And then, the, like, as well, like, her best friend was a woman of colour as well. Yeah. I was like, this is for, this movie is so advanced for at the time. For 1991, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, did you like Jodie Foster as Clarice? Oh, my God. She's you think so it was a good cool. casting? She was 26 in this movie. Get out. When they filmed it. Oh, she's so cool. Fucking I think insane. I wrote in my notes, like, several times, like, she's so cool. She's, she's so, so fucking cool. cool, dude. Her voice is so cool. Like, she already has that, like, cool drawl and that weird, like, gush thing that she does. Yeah, talking about the side of her mouth. Yeah. I love it. And I love their, I love their dynamic, her and Anthony. Oh, yeah. Sorry, That's Anthony. great. Yeah. How dare you? We <laughs> could be listening to this, Alex. We get very upset. <laughs> I'm sorry, Seth. <laughs> please forgive me um he's i loved his um his little things that he did i read that they because you know how he like blinks really weird during the movie yeah. and like apparently he he did that, that slow blink yeah the slow blink or like the non-blinking at all apparently that was because he modeled that after reptiles what? because apparently only reptiles like blink consciously like they decide to blink and only when it's necessary so that's what oh, he that's does never own a lizard yeah that's crazy. Well, now I kind of like it just weirdly makes me even more attractive to, to lizards. Oh, yeah, okay. to lizards. <laughs> I knew this day was coming. <laughs> also, he apparently improvised the, the thing. He improvised that. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a very cool, bold acting choice. Yeah, he's awesome. Very bold. He's awesome. I love it. And this is, I also read that this is actually his, he viewed this film as his last ditch effort to like break out in Hollywood because he'd only ever done like British, like British stage stuff before this and like minor roles and stuff. And this is like his last kind of effort to break out. And if he, this didn't work, he was just going to like, you know, not pursue acting as much anymore. Yeah. How crazy. Put it all on the line. He's just like, this is how crazy. My Magnus op- opium. I don't know what opium. the term is. <laughs> Magnum opus. All right. That's the one. I could have helped you, but it was fine. What was the other term that was in this that you taught okay. me when we were watching it? <laughs> I was just not- like, I thought it was a police term. And you're like, no, that's a common term. <laughs> Quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. <laughs> I was like, is that like a police interview? And you're like, no. What does it mean again? One for one. Like I do something and you do something back. And then when we were talking about it, I mentioned that uh, that phrase is also quite famous from the Austin Powers movies. Uh, Squid Pro Row. Isn't that right, Alexi, our beautiful uh, producer who's here with us yes. at the Row? Most an, of the podcast might check. I'm an Austin Powers expert, and that is true. And a lot of uh, Mike Myers' humor for Dr. Evil is based on Hannibal Lecter. No, it's really? It's always like, fly, 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 fly. And Mike Myers has said that oh as like several different characters. <gasps> That's in different so movies cool. and different sketches, he's used that phrase heaps. 
Whoa. So Mike Myers is also inspired by Silence of the Lambs. Fuck me. Hey, can I say something? Mm. Movies are cool. Movies are really cool. Yeah. Um, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. I had no idea about that with Mike Myers. Now I respect him even more than I did before. This movie inspired it great. This is... Yeah, I wish I had more negative things to say about it, so this could be funnier. But it's just us, like <laughs> jerking off over it. For That's the last... right. I'm happy to jerk. Um, um, what did you think about Jamie Gum? Is it Jamie Gum or Jamie Gum, the Buffalo who? Bill? Oh, he was um, hot bod. Can yeah, I just say real fucking hot bod? Yeah, man. It's I found it really hard to to separate the like murderous. Really attracted to the murderers in this movie. <laughs> It's not, it's a thing of like, you know, how like ladies are attracted. I think it's why like ladies are attracted to like men who are larger than them because it's like, mm-hmm. he could protect me, but mm-hmm. he could also snap my neck off. Oh, so hot. Uh, also skin me alive. Safe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know. know. I'm, not, I'm not hugely I'm into like the, that. I don't know. the quirky neck snapping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Do you think he was, he was cool? Did you like him? He was the a actor? Great, great actor. Mm. Like. I love how you could see when he was like looking down the well at mm. uh, Catherine and she was like, she was giving a great performance. As oh well. my God. Side note, Catherine, which I also realized last night when we watched it because I hadn't watched yes. it in a while, is was in Grey's Anatomy for ages. She is yes, a lesbian. She lover. plays the lesbian lover of Callie and the woman who ends up making Callie realize that she's a lesbian. Yeah. So that was really she exciting for me. In the world after she did. This. So yeah. she must have been like super young in this movie because then she's like only like yeah. in her thirties or something in Grey's. So it's a really cool like combo of two of my favorite things: okay. Silence of Lambs and Grey's Anatomy. Also, I first in the movie because like they like make references to like all the victims being like large, large, big ladies. girls. Yes, and then like they were like, oh, she size fourteen, 14. <laughs> and I had a full spack attack. <laughs> so I was like. That's not <laughs> what. That's a normal size. Yeah, and then I realized I was like, "Oh, this is made in America, where the sizes are different." Oh, so true. To us. Yeah, they're like two sizes up yeah. from Which us. Still isn't that large? Like, no, no. And she was not a large lady no. <laughs> when she's down the well. She just looks like a normal person. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that. That was if I had to pick one grievance <laughs> of the film, I would say that would be it. I was like, yeah, whoever this Thomas. Whatever his name Harris. is. Harris. Thomas Harris. He's a he's a fat phobe. He's a fat phobe. He needs phobe. to be exposed. <laughs> Look, probably made one of the best movies ever, but downside is a big fat phobe. Oh no. <laughs> what was your what's your favorite like quotable line from the movie? Oh, there's so many. Yeah. Um oh, like a, a line that I won't forget is when they like open up the bug cocoon. Yeah. And they're looking at it and then he's just like Someone fed him honey, put him under sunlight. Somebody loved him. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, yucky, yuck, 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 yuck. You want to <laughs> fuck the bug. No. <laughs> he wants to fuck that bug. <laughs> uh, there's so many good lights. Uh, the, the one, the oh, one, it's the Chianti one for sure. Yeah, I ate her liver beans. With, no, I ate her <laughs> liver beans with I some ate. flubber. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ate her liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Um, just a bit of a ge- geographical name drop. When I went to Europe last year with my oh, mother, humble brag. <laughs> we went to Florence and I did a, a bike tour through the Chianti region and I sampled some Chianti wines purely because of this film. <laughs> That's why I chose that tour. 
It's awesome. Um, but then also at the end, there's so many, I found that there's like so many, maybe not only in this one, but definitely like in the following films as well. There's so many like che- lines that should be cheesy and like really grown worthy, but because it's Anthony Hopkins saying them, they're just like awesome. Like for, like at the end when he's on the phone to Clarice and he's like, I have to go. I'm having an old friend for dinner. Oh, that was great. Do you get it? Yeah. Like he's going to eat him. Gonna eat him. <laughs> it should be so cheesy, but it works so yeah. fucking well. So I think that's my favorite line of the movie. I'm I raised my it. fist in the air. I was like, you eat that guy. <laughs> yeah. You do it. That's how good this movie is. Exactly. <laughs> I can't remember. Cause so, so then there's two more. For, oh, there's three if you count Hannibal Rising, which is like the prequel prequel. It's like him as a kid. But I don't count that one. I there's two so movies to watch after Yeah, this. there's two more films. There's Red Dragon, which is set just before this and it basically shows like Clarice Starling's not in it or that she's mentioned right at the end but it's it's set around Will Graham who's a friend of Hannibal Lecter's when he's like he hasn't been caught or like anything yet so no one knows he's a cannibal and Will Graham's a detective and he's a friend and also I think a patient of of Dr. Lecter's and then it's kind of about how Will Graham Played by the stunning Edward Norton, yeah. um, catches yummy, him. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> yeah, and then there's another one just called Hannibal, which is is a sequel, and it's set later. Which, by the way, we recommend you watch all of these films. Yeah, absolutely, and that's um, Clarice Starling's played by Julianne Moore. She does a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's something I think is really fun is that a lot of the the characters or the actors who play the characters in the the jail and the hospital are brought back to play those same roles. Oh, that's so thorough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So, um, what's the the jail warden guy's name? The um, not the oh, not the big but guy, but the, the the nice one. Yeah, no, that's the serial killer. Yeah, um, <laughs> Buffalo. Oh, damn it! That's also the serial killer. He's brought back to play the same the same role in the prequel and the sequel as well, which is fun. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, is there anything you didn't like about this movie? No, no, I really loved everything. What about you? I had one look. There was one character Oof. I did not take to tell me which was the old guy who opens up the storage facility oh yes i hate it he like he looked too much I like totally a character god about that yeah he looks like an absolute character he looked like he was straight out of like a tim burton movie <laughs> like he was about to unveil a castle full of musical bats so i was just like you don't belong here get out of here <laughs> be yeah like, welcome to the castle <laughs> musical bats and it's just like what just open the storage facility. Oh, and in that Stop storage... Stop being so mystical. In the storage <laughs> facility, is that where they find the head in the yes. the glass thing? You made an interesting parallel between the special effects of the dead body yes. in this movie versus um, the dead people in Indiana Jones, oh. which is another movie we've watched recently. My God. The, whoever did the dead bodies in this movie needs to call whoever made the dead bodies <laughs> in Indiana Jones and have a serious chat of just explaining... The basics of how to make a dead yeah. person look like an actual dead person. It's like, hey, by the way, uh, all you need to do if, if there's a dead person with a spear through their head, same as an alive person. Just with a spear through his head. Spear through their head. <laughs> their face doesn't need to be melting. Their eyeballs can still be in the sockets. Indiana Jones loved and face melting, though. I think that was their, yeah. they their really cornered that market. Their shoulders don't need to be dislocated. Mm-hmm. Can just be like a like a body, 
But with a spit, it was just in- anyway. I'm still <laughs> upset by the dead bodies. That will haunt me until I yeah, die. Yeah, and this is only a few years later than that movie. But anyway, this this movie rules and indeed drools. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Got him. We're gonna go through a list of the characters, and we're gonna decide if they're they're hot or not. Oh, okay, awesome. All right, all right. So Hannibal Lecter, hot, hot, so hot, unquestionably um, hot. Yeah, Crawford. Um, look, I'm not a huge, I'm not hugely into him sexually. What about you? No, I'm not like I wouldn't fuck, but he's beautiful. Yeah, like, he has lovely skin. A stunning person. Yeah, it's like when you see like a model in real life, and you're like, how does yeah, everything just fits together. His cufflinks match the rim on his glasses. I was like, "You're fly." That's true. You're no, fly. that's very yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what about Chilton? No, ugh, yuck! I hate him. He's yucky. He's gross. He's so Boo. smarmy and sleazy and yucky. <laughs> no, that's a no from me. <laughs> no. Um, who else? Starling. Uh oh, hot. So hot. So. No, I noticed in this movie. I think this was made before. Uh, people started colouring in their eyebrows. Oh, absolutely. Right? There was no eyebrows in this movie. Makeup was very different in the early 90s. She had, like, no eyebrows. It took me a second to calibrate. I was like, wait, what are these people feeling? They don't have (laughs) giant eyebrows. (laughs) I can't see emotion. Yeah, but um, despite the lack of eyebrow definition, I I think she's quite stunning. Yeah. Um, Who else Her makeup was so subtle and, like, everyday, Mm. just, like, when she's working yeah, really? out, she's not wearing makeup. Yeah. When she's at work, subtle lip color, bit of mascara. I was like, yes, exactly. that's what we would wear to work. Yeah, as opposed to like the the kind of like crimey shows and stuff now where everyone looks like fucking models when yeah. they go to work. She yeah. looks, she's a real woman. Yeah. She's a woman yeah, for she's... the people. Do you know, actually, speaking of her working out, apparently like that opening scene where they're doing like the training course. Yeah. Or she's like, no, she's running just through like the forest and stuff. Apparently they were originally going to open the movie with uh, like a montage of them at the training course where they're like shooting with fake guns and stuff. Oh, yeah, they do that later on in the movie. Yeah, but then F- Jodie Foster decided, like said, that you know, that's not a good idea and it's been done before. So how about we change it up? And they did. She's so they cool. Fucking listen to her. She's so cool. She's pretty awesome. That's so ballsy at twenty six to be like. By the way, excuse me, Mister Director. <laughs> you wrong. Yeah, yeah. As well in that opening scene, I just realized I was like, oh, I realize why I don't have like a model figure. I've never sweat that much in a workout, so clearly I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, she was so sweaty. Yeah, I barely break a sweat. What, what, I'm what, sitting down most yeah. of the time. <laughs> But it's like she was like half her like jumper was half sweat. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna call a personal trainer and be like, Hey, you seen the movie Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> you see how much she's sweating? That's how much I need to sweat. Get me there. Um, okay, Buffalo Bill, hot or not? Hot. Yeah. And uh, not like not at the down angle from the well. Mm. Not when he's moving the couch. And not when he's like the dancing scene. I was like, that's oh, hot. Yeah, he's got a really good bud. Yeah, but like, and not and when speculation. he's speculation. Not, Probably a big dick, and pr- well, I don't know. He hit it pretty, pretty easily. I mean, he's got that. He's got that big dick energy. He does have big dick energy. <laughs> pretty confident, in my opinion. He is the epitome <laughs> of big dick energy. <laughs> but he don't want it. But when he's being like creepy to Clarice at the end, when she's in his house, I did, did not was no. not attracted to him. No, then it's all. mostly just the bod. Just the bod, and when he's dancing. Yeah, Migs, hot or not? I'm gonna say not. Cool. If so, look, if 
I'm not. I'm not a cum phobe. I'm not. Good. I, I, I love was worried. Cum. I'm an expert, as we've said before. <laughs> but if you throw it at me, that's a no. That's like a I'm, no from me. You know, like if we're on The Bachelor and someone threw, I'd be like, you're first out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> you do I don't not care get a if rose. you're the best looking and you're the only sane person in this cast. You're out. <laughs> you don't get a rose. <laughs> Um, Barney, that's the guy, oh, the, the the warden e person. Hot or not? Hot. So hot. He's kind. Yeah, I like him. What about who else is this? the storage guy? <laughs> not. Ah. <laughs> um. Okay. The oh the the okay. bug guy. So there's the bug guy who has like the cross eyes. Yes. And I'm the, sure someone's going to be like, it's not cross-eyed. You can't say that anymore. So fully, if visually, you're out there, just let us know. We'll change yeah, it up. That's fine. Um, the guy with the glasses was pretty cute. Yeah, he was cute. I've seen him in something before. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Alexi, what was he in? <laughs> the the <laughs> bug guy. frantically Googling. Google bug guy with glasses. <laughs> bug guy number two from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> um, Sergeant Tate, the one who... Um, is the sergeant. <laughs> the one that's the sergeant. Oh, um, what does he do? The one with the big mo. I thought you'd oh, like yeah. him. No, you know I can't. You can't go past him, mo. Away. Can't go past him, mo. Uh, what, uh, what about Chris Isaac in a cameo oh role as a SWAT right. officer? What? I totally forgot Where? about that. Right at the end. He's one of the SWAT team. When they bring in the SWAT team after they realise that like cannibals like escaped and stuff. They bring in the SWAT team and he has this moment where he gets out of the like the SWAT van and he's just like, all right, let's go in. And it's fucking Chris Isaac. Oh, my God. <laughs> this movie is so cool. I totally forgot about that. Oh I was a tattoo of this movie on my butt. It's what would so you get? Cool. A moth? The moth. That'd be Coming cool. out of my head. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, it's pretty much the same. I'm going to veto that okay. for you. So <laughs> That was too. That was too far. It's definitely too far. Also, I thought when I saw the movie poster when I was like looking for this online, I kept flicking past it because I thought it was uh, the poster for Butterfly Effect. I was like, "That's not it. Get out of there!" It took me, like fifteen minutes to find it. Does that have Ashton Kutcher in it? Yes. Okay. It does. <laughs> A very different film. Absolutely. We should add that to the list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that a dude I've movie? I've definitely been told to watch that before. So do you think that this is a dude movie, like in the way that we've kind of defined dude cinema being, you know, just movies that dudes have recommended that we see that you and I like normally wouldn't watch? No, this movie is so not. And it's like, it's absolutely not. Yeah. I think definitely this is a movie for absolute everyone. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, absolutely. I think so and too. The, the female perspective in this is so dope. I think that's what, what is literally the difference between yeah. this and some of the other movies that we're going to watch is that the female perspective is like real and quite correct. Yeah. And not like stereotyped or anything like that. It's great. This movie is honestly like, yeah, I, I think this is the best movie I've ever seen. Really? Hey. Ever? Yeah. That's so exciting. I'll tell Tony. He'll like, be stoked. Like, you think movie movies. Like, yeah. I mean, my heart and soul, like, we'll get into what my guilty pleasures are on another uh-huh. podcast, but they yeah. are not uh, <laughs> films that are held in high esteem by Interesting. anyone. <laughs> is, it, is it Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I just can't get away from Ashton. <laughs> I just love him so much. <laughs> That Sean William Scott, he's so funny. Um, yeah, yeah no, I... like he showered since the 90s. 
<laughs> it's very greasy. Yeah. Um, no, I um, do. Yeah, this is what I think is one of the best films. Apparently, it's one of only three films to win the top five Oscars. What? Best actor, best actress, best director, best picture, and best screenplay. Of course. There's only three films that have won all of those, and this is one of them. I don't know I keep saying what. It's I know. It's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've said what I think about a thousand times. So, yeah, you would say this definitely isn't a Dune movie either. No, I don't think so. I think it's for everyone. I think it's quite, as a woman, to watch it, it's quite scary because it's literally showing all of, you know, women's, like, hugest fears, like being abducted. If you get fat, you'll die. Yeah. That, that's it <laughs> just being fat is a real yeah, fear of rough. mine <laughs> it's no, like, not what the movie's about no. at all um, but being like abducted in a fucking van when you're trying to help someone oh, just yeah. that whole sequence of him being like yeah yeah can you just like get in the van I really need to push it up the end and you can see her kind of like look back like she's second guessing herself but yeah. she doesn't want to be rude so she <sighs> does it anyway which is like all like it's just like you just feel like you don't want to like protect yourself and be rude to creeps on the street but then you worry that they're going to push you in a van with a couch this is why i listen to true crime podcasts it's a daily reminder of just like don't help anyone don't help anyone don't be polite nope that's a quote one of my faves fuck politeness oh that's fun yeah very cool it's just like yeah be moral of the story is don't help anyone don't help anyone because they'll make a skin suit out of you as so let, let's rate let's rate the film, Rebecca. I was just gonna say, would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck you. <laughs> so that was Silence of the Lambs. Um, so we release episodes weekly, guys. So please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and thank you, of course, to our beautiful producer, Alexi Toliopoulos. Thank you, Alexi. And join us next week as we tackle the Fast, Fast and, and the, the Furious. Furious. <laughs> <laughs> If you won't keep up to date with us, uh, which movies we're reviewing, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod. If you like our Facebook page, The Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema, and you can chat to us or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And also, please rate us five stars on iTunes. Um, and in your review, let us know what movie a dude has told you to see, and we'll watch it for you. Thanks, Thanks. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hello world, this is me, life Life should be, fun for everyone. I have no idea what that song even is. But that's, no, you know, fun for everyone, hello world, come and see, life should be, come on baby, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I don't know this song. Come on baby, keep going. It's not too late, say you will. Won't you open up the door of Hello World? (laughs) All right, it's... (laughs) (laughs) What is that from? It's Saddle Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never really watched the Saddle Club.